ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Thursday, July 21st. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We'll get your phone calls in this hour at 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. Now, our text line is open for you as well. Don't text and drive, but you can text the program 304-396-TALK. That's 304-396-8255. It's open line for you this evening. We've got a clear deck. It's just you and me. Way I like it sometimes. Just you and me. And we got some things to get into. Obviously, we're getting closer and closer to the start of football season because next week is going to be Sunbelt Media Days. Now, a lot of that's going to be on ESPN+. Plus. How cool is that? So you get to watch Sunbelt Media Days, ESPN+. Plus. For those that can't attend, that's me and you, you get to watch it. And I'm excited for that. So opportunity to check in on what's happening with the Sunbelt. I mean, it's not a bad idea if you're going to try to follow this league. I know you probably can't watch it all in one sitting unless I mean, you have an amazing job where you can just sit and watch ESPN all day. But this is not a bad opportunity for you to get familiar with the league and learn a little bit more. I'm going to be doing that as well. And just kind of usually I wouldn't watch the the West Division Conference USA. I watch the East Division keep an eye on things here but the way this league is structured i like it i'm gonna probably pay more attention to the west division in the sun belt than i normally would have in conference usa and i don't mean ignore it i just you know my focus is okay east division what's going on in the east i need to know what's happening with coastal carolina i need to know what's happening with appalachian state things like that i want to know and so i could just casually look at the west division but it's going to be split over two days that's cool get a chance to watch that hopefully it does well and it performs for espn maybe if sunbelt content perform well i'm not saying we're going to see stupid money but the better that sunbelt content performs the more opportunity for renewal of television rights and, and expansion there i mean let's be honest it's not going to be Big Ten money and SEC money. It's never going to be that big. But I think you can make some good money here. You can make some good money with ESPN. And I'd rather be on ESPN than any other. Right now in this college football landscape, I want to be on ESPN. That's where I want to be. Not Fox. Nothing against Fox. But if you're Fox, your major sports outlet is obviously the more traditional Fox affiliates. You got uh, Big Noon Saturday. I mean, that's pretty cool. That's neat. I like what they're doing. At least you have a competitor now in the market. You know, I know that NBC Sports and Peacock might be trying to get into the mix a little bit here. There's some rumbling there, and that would be good as well. There needs to be a little bit more competition because right now it, there's not much. I mean, NBC Sports as an entity, the television channel, and just – it wasn't doing the trick. I don't even pay attention to CBS Sports Network. When I have it in my package, I don't really watch it. So that's why I don't have it in my package. There's nothing there, really. you know. And I'm not ventured too many times down the FS2. 
I haven't been. I know because really, I think what it is is I'm more game focused than anything. I tune in. I don't tune in to all the ancillary programming on the regional sports stations. I'll tune in for the game. I'm not a big TV talking heads show person. Now, obviously, time conflicts here. I'm, I'm here. I can't be sitting watching you. I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. I'm. I am a talking voice. But you get what I'm saying here. I. Uh, if you're on ESPN, that's the biggest sports story of the night. I mean, what was the biggest? What was the biggest sports story of the night last night? The ESPYS. Why? Because it was on ESPN or ABC. So, Dick Vitale winning, or not winning, but uh, being presented the uh, the Jimmy V Award. It was a, a very moving speech. And if you go back a ways, you you realize how close that uh, Dick Vitale and Jim Valvano were, what kind of relationship they had. And so it means a lot to him. And I was amused when I was watching his speech how the person who's in charge of keeping everything on time, trying to wave Dick Vitale off. At this point in Dick Vitale's life, and everything Dick Vitale's gone through, you're not waving him off. Hey, hey, wrap it up, Dick. No, Dick Vitale's not wrapping it up. I mean, it's one thing if you're in my ear and say, "Hey, Paul, we're we got five minutes left. We got we, we got to wrap it up. Five minutes." Like, okay, okay, we got to do that. Dick, hey, we got three. You got three minutes, Dick. Dick's not going to wrap it up in three minutes. So that amused me a little bit. Um, not sure if I was in love with Steph Curry being the host of the ESPYS. Um, I know that's um, Coach Huff's guy, Steph. So maybe Steph, um, maybe Steph generated some new gifts. I don't know. Maybe we can see some new social media gifts from Steph. But I, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate Steph being the host. I, I've seen worse. So Steph did all right. I, I was okay with it. But what's funny is. Every time I watch something on ABC, uh, I I just don't taint, I don't change the channel. So late night news goes on afterwards, and I'm like, oh well, I just might as well stay and watch it. Because usually I'm out. Hey, let's see what C.J. Harvey's doing. So C.J. Harvey was doing the sportscast last night uh, on um, on the newscast, and uh, I'm texting him like, hey man, um, I'm staying up late, man. This better be good. The sports cast better be good. I'm staying up. And he replies back, and I'm sitting there, don't you have a sports cast to get ready for? Instead of instead of hanging out and, and harassing or being harassed by me? That's what I should have said to him. But a uh, big deal last night, the SB. So uh, always uh, always entertaining. I remember when. I remember when, because I remember I was I was tuned in the first SB Awards and the Jim Valvano speech. It it hit home then, and it still hits home today for a lot of people. Maybe who never heard it for the first time or don't understand until you, know, you hear. But Jim Valvano uh, meant a lot to a lot of people at ESPN, and uh, the the V Foundation is doing some good work. So yeah, that was fun to uh, watch a little bit of that last night. And we get back to baseball. Some games going on today, but we get back to baseball tomorrow, and. 
that means uh, second half of baseball season's underway, and that also points to we're going to get closer to actually getting fall sports back, primarily football. Everything is uh, pointing towards uh, hopefully a good season here. Uh, I'm not going to say how good, though. See, here, I'm in a tough spot here because if I talk about how good Marshall football is going to be, uh, Coach is going to accuse me of the rat poison. Loves loves the rat poison saying, "Hey, you know we're, we're not we're not eating that rat poison you're serving up, Paul." It, now, if I say too many bad things about what's going on, you know I'm gonna get I'm gonna get beat up for that too. So, Marshall was a football team, and it's going to have a season. It's probably the safest thing I can say. I mean, seriously, yeah, if you praise a team too much. Rat poison. If you're not saying good enough things, they come after you with pitchforks. So Marshall has a football team. It will compete in the Sun Belt. And the first game is going to be against Norfolk State, the Spartans. The reason why I have that on top of mind, because uh, it was July 21st, I'm already working on prep sheets. July 21st, prep sheets, I'm already working on them trying to get an idea of what what the season's going to look like here. And that means, uh, you know, of course, a lot of conversations here coming soon. That means interviews. That means watching media days. That means, you know, reading other journalists to see what they're saying about those other teams. Yeah, it means a lot. And, you know, kind of find out who's going to start. We love, we love, we love rosters. We love depth charts. Coaches – Probably, if they could get away with it, wouldn't give that to any of us. Just show up on game day and you'll find out who's starting, just like the rest of them. That's what coaches would love to do. I'm sure. Like, hey, coach, who's starting? Uh, somebody. If they could get away with that, they, they seriously would. But uh, we got to ask those questions soon. Who's going to be your starting quarterback for Marshall University? That's going to be the question we got to ask. Uh, I know there's a kid from Texas Tech who's transferred in. He might be okay. We've got some, we've got some good news to talk to you about today. Um, we'll get into all of that when we continue. The watch list continue. Love the watch list fun. Gives us something to talk about every day. And it's a nice little bullet point for uh, the players we talk about. So we've got that coming up. We'll get your phone calls and text in. The phone line is 877 877- 420-TALK-877-420-8255. The text line, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. I got more coming up. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM Welcome back to the Thursday, July 21st edition. The Drive continues on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So every day we get to wake up and find out watch lists. Who's going to be on the next watch list? And so today I'm not in the office. I had to be somewhere today. So I was taking care of some, uh, some, personal, some personal stuff today. And I'm not really in a, a location that's as conducive to doing all this. And I'm, I'm, I'm just sitting on my phone where, you know, okay, check an email because I knew it was coming out. 
and I wanted to see. And thankfully, I got the email uh, before I couldn't check it. And I got the good news that the Belitnikoff Award preseason watch list had Marshall wide receiver Corey Gamage. Why is he on the list? Well, he led all Marshall receivers with 878 receiving yards this past season. Also, uh, two touchdown receptions, that's good, but he's on the on the watch list now. He could be he could be outstanding this season. He could be really outstanding this season. So, the watch list continue and it's good it's good to see that Marshall is getting on several of these watch lists. That means people thought there was some really good talent last year, that there was some really good football being played. So that's a testament here to what Marshall has been able to do so far. I mean, we've seen Rasheen Ali on a couple of watch lists now, and now we see Corey Gamage. Now, watch list don't necessarily mean you're going to win. Obviously, you get whittled down. There's a big list of, of players you got to whittle down. But if Marshall can do well in the Sun Belt, I think Corey Gamage can hang around for a long time on the watch list. I think Rasheen Ali can hang out on the list for a while. Also, I tell you what, if, if Marshall has a good go at Notre Dame, Marshall has a really good go against Notre Dame, that's going to keep you on a list for a while. I mean, you got to follow it up, obviously, but still. So, Corey Gamage on the Belitnikoff Award. So, he's on the preseason watch list there. Uh, also, uh, we didn't really get a chance to talk about this, but uh, Owen Porter, named as a finalist for the All-State AFCA Good Works team. He is one of 114 student-athletes nominated. Of course, uh, I'm sure everyone back home in Spring Valley territory, Spring Valley country, is it is it, is it is it Timberwolves country, Spring Valley country? I mean, I'm looking at a Spring Valley boy. You're a Spring Valley boy, right, Christian? And you don't even know. Spring Valley, what it, what is it? Is it Timberwolves country? It, it, Wolves nation. It took you long enough. Christian, you're, you're a Spring Valley kid. How do you not know it's, it's Timberwolves nation or Wolves nation? Wolves nation. All right, um, I need I need Spring Valley to represent today. I need Spring Valley to represent. Hit that text line, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. I need Spring Valley representation on this show because I need to know if Christian got it right. Is it is it Wolves Nation? Is it Timberwolves Nation? I need some clarification here because I'm not trusting Christian as my source for this. He had to think about it too too long and hard. I mean, I don't have it high school anymore because Huntington High consolidated with Huntington East, and I don't have a high school anymore. The Pony Express rode off into the sunset. They retired the greatest high school mascot of all time, the Pony Express. They retired that. I'm not trying to hate on the Highlanders. I'm just saying they retired the greatest high school mascot of all time, the Pony Express. No one else had that. No one. I challenge you to find me two or three other high schools that had that. Pony Express. No one had that. That was 
That's what made it great because no one had that. So I need to know from Spring Valley, folks, you know, if Christian is misrepresenting Timberwolves Nation, Wolves Nation, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. By the way, uh, Owen Porter also recorded 44 total tackles, 10.5 for loss. Uh, that was um, that was second best on the team. Yeah, because um, Abraham Boplan had 11 tackles for loss. Ten and a half, 11. What just? What's the difference? What's what's the difference? Point five is the difference. Uh, so Porter, congratulations to him. Um, something else that uh, kind of caught my eye. Marshall men's basketball looking for student managers. So I know we have a huge student population that listens to this show. Christian, are you going to apply for this? Yeah, uh, you're graduating. You can't do that unless unless you fail this intern. Then you got to take the semester over again. Then maybe you could. So here's um, if if you have a student in your life or you are a student and you like basketball, here's the deal. I mean, this is pretty good here. This is pretty good. Benefits of the position include scholarship money, travel opportunities, team apparel, and professional development. So, cash, swag, trips, and Dan giving you life advice. Maybe. Maybe Dan Tony giving you life advice. So uh, hook up with Neil Scraggs if you are interested in this. Again, student managers, you get scholarship money. I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, it's not name, image, and likeness money, but you get scholarship money. You get to travel. I mean, it's not going to be terrible this year. In Sun Belt, it's not going to be terrible. You get swag. And I've already seen, you know, we when we had um, we had representatives of Marshall University in here the other day, we saw some of the Sunbelt swag. I don't know why I wasn't given any of the Sunbelt swag, but we saw some of the Sunbelt swag, and that Sunbelt logo looks pretty good in that Kelly Green. It looks pretty good. I can't wait, though, when we, we get the – because I've seen the Sunbelt logo in just the Kelly Green – I want to see the Sunbelt logo on apparel with the Kelly green on top and the white on the bottom. That's what I want to see. I want to get to the point where we see that kind of, that level of color on that Sunbelt logo on, on the swag. Cause I think it's a great looking logo. I never did like the, the, the old logo I didn't like. It just didn't really do it for me. And though, you know, when the Sunbelt, redid the logo years ago and started modernizing the logo or making the logo more of a uh, well let's put it this way it wasn't dated anymore I mean some some college football like, like the big 12 logo the big 10 logo the SEC logo they they don't look dated they're not dated in it's been around for a while, but it's not dated. 
do you have teams and logos that they have to evolve over time because they're seriously throwbacks to a day gone that we don't want to revisit when it comes to branding. I mean, look, the Cleveland Browns, you know, do we, we really want to go back to the little brownie guy? No. I mean, you guys do what you want, Browns fans, but you get my point here. So uh, it looks sharp. It looks nice on the turf. Uh, even the, the Conference USA logo, it could have looked better. It wasn't terrible, but it could have looked better. But I like the Sun Belt. I, then again, I'm just happy to be out of Conference USA. There were some, there were some nice people in Conference USA. There were. But I'm happy now that Marshall's in the Sun Belt. All right, we got baseball news to get into. Uh, we'll talk about that with you. We'll get your phone calls in as well. The text line is open. You can hit that up, 877-420-TALK for the phone line. And you can text at 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. we got more coming up on this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're taking your phone calls and texts. Always do that, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. The text line is open. It is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. A couple things came down that really excited me today. First of all, it's good to see some baseball news today coming out of Marshall. Baseball catcher Ryan Leach signing uh, a contract with the Philadelphia Phillies. And he um, he had a team-high 17 doubles, 307 batting average, 66 hits, and 43 RBI, second on the squad. And then the other thing that came down today, which was really interesting, and I'm trying to, trying to learn more about this, is Marshall announced today a partnership with the School of Medicine and Marshall Health. There's, And I've told you this. There's been some reorganization going on and a way to maybe streamline and a way to put people in the right positions, right departments. There's been an effort to Maybe, I don't want to say rain in departments or just make sure everything works, right? So there's now a partnership, which it's described as creating an independent medical model of care for Marshall student-athletes. The release said it creates an environment in which primary athletics health care providers, which are defined as the team physician and athletic trainers, make medical decisions for student-athletes free of pressure or influence from non-medical factors. So, if you can't play, you can't play. Shouldn't be out on the court, shouldn't be out on the field. Hey, we got to get him back in. Nope. Can't go. Can you go? Doesn't matter. He can't go. I said so. I'm sure I'm making it uh, quite simplistic 
uh, I think ultimately the conversation is, um, you know, what's his status or what's her status of she can't go. Okay. I think usually that's the real conversation. But now you see a little bit more of a, a reorganization here. Plus, the uh, athletic training staff is going to be housed within the School of Medicine. And you're seeing, I think, an expansion of what you can do as far as medical personnel, things that are going to happen with the well-being and care of the student-athletes. So, yeah, when I saw that today, I thought – I thought that was cool in a sense that also maybe it should have happened sooner. Wasn't sure you know, what it took to make that happen because of the fact that you have that beautiful, beautiful Hall of Fame, complex indoor practice facility. You have great medical facility right next to it. You have an opportunity to provide care real close to the student athletes. I mean, I've actually been in there. I've actually, you know, rehab there. I had some therapy that I did a few years ago and it was, it was great. So, you know, that's what you're seeing now. And that makes perfect sense. I mean, it, it truly does. So, you're seeing that partnership, and I think um, it'll it'll turn into maybe some more opportunities for the uh, for the athletic department and the sports medicine institute. Uh, I think you're going to see that a little bit more uh, because uh, honestly, healthcare is going to be a healthcare is going to continue. That is an industry that you know does not go away. And if Marshall can be on the forefront of a lot of that, that's going to be fantastic. So uh, maybe, just maybe next week, um, we'll try to uh, see if we can get some, um, a little bit more clarity on, on everything that that entails. So uh, I was just getting that news today, so I've been reading as uh, we were uh, talking. But I'm excited about that. That means um, some better opportunities there. You know, better, better health care. I think you can do a lot of things here. If, if you have a baseball facility next to a softball facility and you can, you know, have a, a complex there to expand some of these offerings here. I think you can do a lot of things here because honestly, it's, it's not just the winning and losing that matters. It's, you know, how are you, how are you serving the athletes? How are you best taking care of them? You know, you can truly see, that Marshall's forward thinking there in that regards. I mean, gone are the days where you just roll up with a, with a Gatorade bottle, give them some water, put a Band-Aid on them and say, all right, you're good. Get back out there. Right? You know, the old, rub some dirt on it. It'll be fine. Rub some dirt on it. It'll be good. You've seen those movies. You've seen those movies that shoot me up. I got to go back in. Shoot me up. Yeah, let's pop it in place. Let's go. I always think about North Dallas 40. I think of that movie sometimes when I think of things like that. I, I don't know. Just rub some dirt on it. Pop it Pop it in place. I'm good. 
I mean, it's not like hockey where you can be you know, medically dead, brought back to life, and go back on the ice. I mean, that's a completely different sport altogether. We're, we're yeah, those days are gone, and they have to be. They really, they have to be. And you know what really irritates some in the media? Medical reports. Not getting them. Those irritate. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go into too much detail, but I had this conversation one time. I'm all for transparency, but at the same time, when it comes down to it, we're not playing football here just for the fun and games of it, right? This is not. Hey, let's have a friend. This isn't a friendly. You know, in soccer we have friendlies. We're just gonna get together, play a couple. Yeah, a couple of uh, you know periods. We're gonna have a friendly good time. Doesn't count. We're just playing. No, this uh, we're counting wins and losses here. So coaches want to win. And why would you, as much as we want to know, as much as we want to know, why would you, unless you absolutely had to, why would you give out details of injuries? Who's a benefit? Who's a benefit? Do you, as a fan, do you need to know injuries? No, you do not. No, you do not. You don't need to know the details. Now, if this is pro sports, it's a completely different story here. There's also it's also wagering going on here. There's wagering going on. So everything's transparent a little bit more. And, you know, college athletes, though. Yeah, and I think we use uh, we we misuse HIPAA. We we misuse that term a lot, but they're public figures. Even though they're student athletes, they and you know a lot of them underage, but they're public figures to a degree. But I wouldn't reveal much of anything. Now that's not going to stop me from asking, "Hey, coach, uh, how healthy are you?" You know. Coach is going to go, hey, weren't you the guy that said I shouldn't tell you? I will go, yeah, I, I am. Well, I'm not telling you. Okay. That's what that conversation is going to be like. But on the flip side of that, I'm pretty – yeah, there are some things like, you know, when you see a player get hurt, injured, you, okay, oh, you know. But you know, now you have – I think Marshall's got really nice capabilities. Yeah. Marshall's got really nice capabilities as far, and you know, I think you're going to expand all of that. All right, we'll get to, um, we'll get to your phone calls and texts. The text line three zero four three nine six talk three zero four three nine six eight two five five. More coming up on this edition of the Drive on ESPN ninety four point one and AM nine thirty. This is the Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN ninety four point one FM and AM nine thirty. You know who's coming on the show next week? We have one guest already booked. Next week, we're going to be talking to Kellyanne Billingy, named a member of the 2022 Conference USA Hall of Fame. So she's coming up on Monday. So we got Monday already booked. Talked to Ari Agnes briefly about her the uh, the other day. And um, I'm excited to talk to Kellyanne. It seems like she's uh, excited to come back. Uh, if there is a goat, and I hate that term, but we're going to use it. If there is a goat 
of Marshall Volleyball. We will be speaking to her. Greatest of all time. Greatest of all time. All-time leader in kills. Kills per set. Uh, she she slumped a little bit. Number two all-time in service aces and hitting percentage. Number two all-time in service aces. I don't know. I don't know. Do we need to think this over? Her Hall of Fame status, number two in service aces and hitting percentage. I mean, sure, she was a four-time American Volleyball Coaches Association All-American and a four-time winner of the AVCA All-Midwest Region. She was the All-Midwest Region Freshman of the Year and National Player of the Week in 2005. Conference USA's Player of the Year three times. Conference USA All-Tournament Team three times. Oh, by the way, you know why she wasn't four-time Conference USA Player of the Year? You know why? Because she was Mid-American Conference Freshman of the Year in 2004. I don't think that would have been fair, you know, her to be Conference USA Player of the Year in 2004 when she was still in the MAC. So, if you're talking about GOATs, here's what one looks like. So Kelly's coming on the show. We're going to talk to her on Monday. I'm looking forward to it. So uh, that's going to be exciting to uh, to talk to her and catch up with her. So hopefully we can um, we can get her on. And uh, I tell you what, that volleyball team that was a good team, especially with her on it. That was a really good team. Hopefully we get her back. And wouldn't it be great if we can get her back a little bit? Just um, just so she could come back on campus and, and just show what what greatness looks like. I mean, when you see when when the, one of the greats come back, when the all time greats come back, and no matter the sport, the current players kind of they recognize and they it's like oh we 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 better we better bring it today. I mean, you don't want to look bad, and you never want to look bad. I mean, it's one thing when you know, players come back, hang out with the program, you know, all the time. I mean, it's one thing, but like when one of the all-time all-times come back, you got to be careful. You got to be careful because you don't want to get too nervous because, like, whoa, that's um, I mean, she was a big deal here. And at the same time, you don't, uh, we can't look bad in front of her. She might say something to us because you know the all-times will. They're not afraid to. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing out there? No, I think that would be cool if we get her back. Uh, speaking of what's cool, you know the TBT is coming up. And on Sunday, we're going to have the games. We're going to have Best Virginia, and we're going to have heard that. And hopefully, if both teams win, we, we'll we get that matchup. We'll get that second-round matchup. But that's, that's Tuesday. We can't look that far ahead. And so heard that posting that the men's basketball team is going to actually be there. So the Marshall men's basketball team is going to be in attendance on Sunday against the Founding Fathers. So that's pretty cool. That's 
that's another reason why it's cool that this thing's in Charleston because uh, you've got really two teams that can really generate some fan base. And I think a lot of people that are go for her that will stay for Best Virginia or you know watch both. I think a lot of people that are coming for Best Virginia will stick around for her that as well. So it works out. It completely works out. So that's coming up. And don't forget, we got those games for you. If you can't make it to Charleston, can't watch it, no worries. We got you covered right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So we got the game on Tuesday as well. So we got the game on Tuesday. And then we're going to have the championship game. No matter what, doesn't matter if you know, we've got a team in it or not, we're going to go ahead and carry the championship game. So we've got that. Uh, we... It worked out perfectly because we got baseball on Sunday afternoon and then we got the basketball game. So it worked out perfectly so we could get those games on. And I think that's going to be fun. I mean, how many, how many other, how many other states have that opportunity? You have two alumni teams right there that uh, people actually will, uh, will show up for. Not many. Not many at all. And again, during the pandemic, the height of the pandemic, or at least the the lockdown portion of the pandemic, thank you to the TBT for giving us something to talk about. That would be fantastic. Hopefully tomorrow we can have... I'm looking at Christian. I'm looking at the intern. I said, hey, Christian, give me Ott. Get Ott on the show. Christian has not got me Ott. I said, okay, Christian... Rondell, get me Rondell. Get Rondell on the show. I mean, get somebody on the roster. We've talked to John already. Oh, we talked to John. John's great. I love John. But get some, or get John back tomorrow. One of the two. So tomorrow on the show, uh, it's, this is Christian's grade we're talking about here. Yeah, it's Friday. We're getting close to the TBT time. See if any of them are available, and we get, you know, get me, get me Ott, get me Rondell. I mean, did I miss anybody that we want to talk to? I mean, Stevie would be cool, would be good too. Somebody, somebody, get coach, get coach on, get coach on. That's that's your marching orders. I want I want the senior Elmore on the program. I used to love hating him. He was good. Boy, he was good in his days. He came into the Cam Anderson Center and you know he was playing against the herd. He was good. That's a sign. No, it's respect. If I, if I love hating you, it's respect. It's not. It's not that belligerent hate. It's not that you know. You know I'm gonna. I'm going to make your life miserable because you made my life miserable. Hey, it's like, man, I hated you on the court. Man, you were fun to watch. It's that respect. All right, that's the show today. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it. Um, we put it together with some um, with some glue and some tape and staples. I appreciate it. You know, everybody sticking around. We'll uh, be back tomorrow. We'll do it all over and do it even better tomorrow here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Good night, everyone.
WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington. This is your radio home for Pittsburgh Pirates baseball, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.